Hello and welcome to Feminine Fire, a podcast where spirituality meets soulful business strategy. I'm your host, spiritual life and business coach, Beck Cazillo, here to help you ignite your inner fire and step into the highest vision for your life and business. Join me as we explore what it takes to get out of your own way, up-level your worth, master your mindset, and build the spiritual business of your dreams. If you're a spiritual woman ready to create a life and business that truly sets your soul on fire, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. This is Feminine Fire. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Feminine Fire podcast. As always, so happy to be here, and I have a fiery solo episode for you today. Today, we're talking about everyone's favorite topic, sales. Now, if you're not making many or any sales in your spiritual business right now, this episode is for you. Sales are the bread and butter of your business. Without sales, your business can't survive, let alone thrive. And if you're not making sales consistently in your business, it's likely that you're on the feast and famine roller coaster when it comes to income and cash flow. And you're probably spending a lot of time worrying about where your next sale is going to come from. It can be stressful, frustrating, and demotivating. And if that's you right now, creating more consistent sales in your business needs to be a top priority. No more burying your head in the sand or getting distracted with tasks that aren't moving you in this direction. You need to be laser focused on the actions that will bring you more and consistent sales. Something that I've noticed when clients go through slower sales seasons, and I speak from personal experience too, is that it can be very easy to fall into the trap of making excuses and questioning absolutely everything, often without any evidence or data to back it up. You'll have thoughts like, I think my prices are too high, or my ideal client just doesn't like to spend money on themselves, or my audience is too small, or no one has any money at this time of year, or other people were launching at the same time as me and they have a bigger audience, and whatever other excuse you want to throw at the problem. Yes, it's important to reflect on your business and consider whether changes need to be made. But constantly making excuses like this, constantly questioning everything is giving your power away because you can do something about it. You have the power to make changes and influence the success of your business. What you need to do first is diagnose the actual problem. Like, is it that your prices are too high or is it that your messaging is not quite hitting the mark with your ideal client? Too often what I see is business owners rushing in to fix a problem with a solution or multiple solutions without first understanding what the problem is in the first place. They're changing their prices, tweaking their offers, rewriting their entire sales pages without first looking at what's actually happening in their business and tailoring the solution to that. This is the literal definition of throwing shit at the wall and hoping it sticks. So when you're not making sales, it's important to take a step back and ask why. Are you not reaching enough people? Are the people in your community not understanding what you do or how you can help them? Are you not showing up and sharing your offers consistently enough? Identifying and understanding what's holding you back from making sales is step number one. And you do this by looking at your data. Things like, 
what content is and isn't performing well, your email open click and conversion rates, client retention and repeat sales. Look at what your data is telling you and engage with your community too. Ask your clients for feedback. Ask your community for feedback. Poll your audience on Instagram stories. Create an online survey and incentivize people to complete it by running a giveaway. Invite some people onto market research calls with you. Stop making assumptions and collect the information you need to understand where you're falling short in your sales process. Once you know why you're not making sales, your next step is to create a strategy that addresses what's actually going on. Now that you know what the problem is, you can create a solution tailored to that. And to make this episode super practical for you, I want to share some specific strategies that you can use to address some of the most common problems I see when it comes to making more sales. Firstly, in my experience, those times when you think the reason you're not making sales is because your pricing is too high or because your community isn't big enough, it's actually not that at all and is instead a messaging issue. Yes, growing your community is always going to be a good thing, but if your community doesn't understand what you do or how you can help them, simply reaching more people won't solve the problem. In this case, it's important to focus on clarifying your messaging as a priority. Make sure you're highlighting the benefits. What problems are you solving for your soulmate clients? How are you making your clients' lives better and easier and more fulfilling? Be specific, be detailed, and provide examples so people can see themselves in what you do. Use clear and simple language. There is a lot of buzzwords in the spiritual space. You want to make sure you're using language that your soulmate clients understand. Put it in their own words. Use their own language. You want to be showing your potential clients what you do, how you can help them, and why they need what you're putting down. They need to see your offers as valuable before they'll buy. So your messaging needs to reflect that value. Don't be afraid to experiment and test things out either. See what resonates with your community, what generates the most engagement and conversions, and continue to tweak and refine your messaging over time. It's not a one and done thing. So if it's your messaging that needs some refining, that's what I recommend. Now in saying that, there may be times when you do need to expand your audience to see some more consistent sales. This might happen if you've launched the same online course or group program a few times. You've had some great launches initially, but your uptake has been slowly declining each time you launch. This is a good sign that you need to expand your audience. So I would then recommend growth strategies as a priority. How are you bringing new people into your community? How are you expanding your reach? This could look like pitching to aligned podcasts, co-hosting Instagram lives, guest blogging, traditional print media and PR, engaging in relevant Facebook groups, guest teaching in other programs, the list goes on. The key here is to be getting out in front of your ideal soulmate clients. So where are they hanging out and how can you get in front of them? Next, I want to talk about client retention. If your client retention rate sucks, then I would be looking at why your clients aren't re-signing and addressing that as a priority. 
All research shows that it's easier to sell to someone who's purchased before than someone new. But in order to do that, you A, need to create pathways for clients to continue working with you and B, provide them with an exceptional experience so that they want to keep coming back for more. Something that I am super proud of in my business is my client retention rate, which is currently sitting at over 80%. Having a high retention rate shows that you're doing something right. You are providing an incredible service to your clients and there are clear ways they can continue on with you. If your client retention rate needs some work, I'd ask yourself, are you providing pathways for clients to continue working with you? What's your process for inviting people to work with you again? Is there an incentive for them to do so? Are you providing an exceptional service so it's a total no-brainer for them to continue on? How can you improve here? Oh, hey, I am jumping in real quick with an invitation to join me inside my new free life masterclass from Confused to Confident Cash. This masterclass is for you if you're wanting a clear and simple strategy to bring in cash to your business quickly and confidently. No more feeling confused about what your next steps are or unsure where to focus your energy to bring in more cash and clients. Join me for this 60-minute live masterclass to map out your strategy to bring in your next 5K in the next 30 days. From confused to confident cash, it's going to be epic. Come on over and sign up free at betcazillo.com forward slash confident cash. I can't wait to see you in there. Next, let's talk about showing up consistently to sell your offers. Because if you're not doing that, if you're not showing up consistently to sell your offers, then are we surprised that you're not making sales? I know this might seem obvious, but it's easy to get caught up in other aspects of your business and neglect the sales side of things, especially if it's the last thing you want to be doing. And sometimes it might feel like you're showing up a lot because you're creating content and engaging with your community. But if you're not actively promoting and selling your offers, you're not going to be making consistent sales. Showing up to sell means putting yourself out there and promoting your offers on a regular basis. This might look like reaching out to potential clients, sharing your offers on social media, sending a sales email to your email list. And it also means being willing to have sales conversations and ask for the sale. So let's unpack this a little bit because many spiritual business owners struggle with this aspect of sales. Maybe you feel uncomfortable with self-promotion Maybe you're worried that people will see you as salesy or pushy. Maybe you feel that selling goes against your values or your spirituality. You know, that old chestnut, the whole money isn't spiritual BS. To show up and sell consistently, you'll need to move through any of these limiting beliefs or mindset blocks that might be holding you back. This requires a willingness to challenge your own beliefs and step outside your comfort zone. Maybe seeking support from a coach or mentor, practicing daily mindset work, or simply taking small, consistent steps towards showing up, promoting your offers, and making sales. Action pulling the mindset forward. When you can shift your mindset and start seeing sales as an opportunity to share your gifts and help more people and have a greater impact, 
then it's your responsibility to show up and sell. You're here on a mission to serve and support. The vehicle through which that happens is sales. So stop hiding away and start showing up to sell. The final thing I want to talk about today is pricing. If you're consistently coming up against the money objection that your people can't afford it or that it's too expensive for them right now, there's a couple of things to consider before you decide that your prices are just too high and you need to reduce them. When you strip it all back, it's important to charge what your offers are worth and not undervalue yourself. Now, this is a very subjective thing. So my first question is, putting aside any feedback you may have had, how does that pricing feel for you? If it feels good, then let's not change it right now and look at what else you can do. Pricing is all about the perceived value of your offer. Your people need to value what you're selling for them to purchase. This again comes down to messaging. If you're coming up against money objections consistently, this could be a sign you need to refine your messaging. Are you communicating the value of your offer in a way that speaks to your ideal clients? And I'd also remind you that right now, at the time of recording this, May 2023, We are experiencing more economic uncertainty across the board, which has impacted the way people are buying right now. It doesn't mean they're not buying. It just means that they're generally being more discerning about it. And as business owners, it's important to look at this as objectively as possible and make decisions from that place rather than an emotional one. So it could be that you decide to add in a lower priced offer that still provides a transformation for your client, but at a lower, more accessible for them price point. For example, if you're a spiritual life coach with a three-month coaching program, it might be that you add a one-off 90-minute session. Ideally, you of course want your people in your three-month program. That makes the most sense for you business-wise but also you know it's where your clients will get the most transformative experience. However, you can still provide a smaller transformation in a 90-minute session and have a more accessible option for your clients who are feeling the pinch right now and they're not able to commit to a higher ticket offer. So it's not about reducing the price of your three-month offer. If that pricing feels good for you, keep it there but it's about adding in something more affordable that makes it possible for people to work with you right now. The point here is to look at this feedback you're getting on your pricing as objectively as possible and using it as an opportunity to test some things out. How can you test and play with your messaging here to convey the value to your community? And what would it look like to create a more affordable offer? I know that getting consistent money objections can feel really challenging, but if you can step out of the emotion of it and approach it as an opportunity to absolutely nail your messaging and get creative with your offers, you will make more sales, which is obviously what we want and why you're listening to this podcast episode in the first place. And that is it from me today. The big takeaway from this episode that I want to highlight again is the importance of understanding the problem before finding and implementing a solution. This applies broadly across your business, 
But if you're not making sales, you need to first understand why that is and then create a strategy accordingly. And today I've shared some super practical strategies and tips for the five most common problems I see when it comes to making sales. My hope is that one or more of these resonated with you and that you take action today and implement these in your business. No more giving your power away to all of the excuses under the sun. Let's do some fact finding and then move forward from there. Making sales is a priority in your business, so we need to get this shit sorted for you stat. And once you do, get ready to make some serious sales in your business. Your bank account and your clients will thank you for it. As always, I would love to hear from you if you enjoyed this episode today. What resonated most for you? What are you implementing in your business? Come and find me on Instagram at beck.cazillo. Send me a DM. Let me know. I really do love hearing from you. And I'm not just saying that. I reply personally to each and every DM and it literally makes my day hearing from you. Thank you as always for tuning in. I hope you have an absolutely fabulous day and week and I'll see you next time on the Feminine Fire podcast. Podcast.